0: You're now tuned into the Goxtein Transparency Experience. Turn it up, turn it up. Your dose of cryptocurrency, blockchain technology, trends, cars, music, lifestyle, no filter, raw and uncut. As transparent as we can be. Let's go. This is the Goxtein Transparency Experience. Brought to you by Veracity. Attention-based platform for video gaming and entertainment rewards, building infrastructure for publishers to serve attention-rewarded video to billions of viewers. Visit veracity.io today. Hey, this is David Gokstein. Welcome to the Gokstein Transparency Experience. The show is a journey through exploring business, technology, health, and entrepreneurship delivered with inspiration to every one of our listeners. So we'll just start off Hi Maxine.
1: Hi David. How's it going? <laughs> good, everything's good. I'm in Sydney Australia right now and it is let's see 10:30 a.m. And I'm excited to be on your podcast.
0: I'm excited that you finally accepted to come on to this podcast.
1: There's a story behind that, that we can get into later. (laughs) Or if you want to get into it now, but it has been a long time coming.
0: I mean, let's get into it now. Like, why keep the audience waiting? Like, (laughs) why why are you constantly avoiding this podcast? Why are you (laughs) avoiding me? Forget the podcast.
1: I'm here, I'm here and I, I showed up i showed up i just wanted to be ready that's all
0: <laughs> for 2 years
1: it's not been 2 years you didn't Guys, even exist uh, anybody, 2 years ago did you
0: yes I, see this is my this is my point uh to the audience that will be <laughs> listening to this podcast uh i've been in the space yeah i've been on crypto twitter uh officially in i think it was november 2017 but I came into the space in 14 but okay social media 2017 I came on here uh hello and um she doesn't even know that and like for two years I've been chasing her trying to get her you know to go ahead and do an interview with you know me or G media and like can't happen I can't I to, I finally it's just I, I not had true. a briber
1: you- <laughs> It's not true. I'm looking at the Twitter DMs right now and I didn't get one message from you. Not one message. So fake news. That's my problem.
0: So I I, I finally understand what happened. She blocked me on my first attempt. And then she, you know, because we're not speaking on Twitter now, we're on Instagram. So now I caught her out there on on Instagram. You know, because she, you know, when she does her Instagram stories, guys, I mean, this thing is long. I'm talking about long as shit. I'm talking about a two hour show on her Instagram story. Yeah, things. She has more than things to say. So, like, (laughs) there, you know, she's yapping away. And I'm like, listen, I'm listening to it. I'm sitting back. I'm chilling. I'm listening. And then I, like, I think I, so I DM'd her first. And then I, I didn't hear shit back for weeks. And then you know like because she was she told me she was like listen you're not important nor is your company. That's not true. I'm doing tours. I'm out here on Bloomberg. No, let's keep it real. Look <laughs> oh it hurt me so I have to let this out. So right, she's out, been touring. She's on Bloomberg. Listen, she's on Bloomberg. She even she had Michael Bloomberg interview her. Not just some regular correspondent. Okay? So like That's a lot. I get it. But then like five no, but the, hold on here. Here's, here's, here's the, here's the biggest thing. Like, so like I'm sitting back one night, I'm working. You guys know that like I work at, until like three or four o'clock in the morning. And then like, I get this DM and I'm like, no way. Cause I see M I'm like, I don't really have a lot of friends that have their name stored with M, And I'm like, Holy shit. It's her. And it's me
1: i graced you with my presence what
0: was it (laughs) yeah there you go it was like one podcast and i was like uh when ready and like and that's it and she showed up today like thank you so much thank you for gracing us with your presence
1: you're you're very welcome i'm um anytime well actually not anytime but sometime (laughs) like now but yeah like it's not that I was trying to avoid or anything it's just I just didn't feel ready sometimes you're just ready getting ready to go on a podcast and you know don't you ever want to just do things with like the best intentions I felt like that's where I was at
0: so I'll still also to get um, all right I'm
1: I'm looking at the Twitter stuff on, on like Instagram and
0: Nobody can see you message. looking at anything. It's just, okay, but I'm... You for for looking at were, something doesn't mean nothing.
1: Are, for people who are listening right now, the first time we spoke was March 22nd, 2020. So it wasn't two years ago. It That's, was literally what, what do you mean?
0: That was the first... Hold on. <laughs> that, was that was the, the first, first time we thing. spoke?
1: Yeah, the first time we ever spoke was on March 22nd, 2020 at 7.41 p.m., and I reacted to a story. So I actually reached out to you first. Yeah. So you've created this like huge narrative around stuff that isn't true. But it's like, it's all good. We're here now. We're here. (laughs) Miss Ryan. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: let you slide because I don't want to go back and forth. And no, it's not that you're right. I just don't want to make you look like a liar on my podcast, so oh. uh, I just choose to. I'll just choose to plead the fifth, um, and I we'll continue. Uh, because I, I think you have.
1: That.
0: No, just because I, I don't want to embarrass you here, and so I'd <laughs> rather go ahead and talk about talk about how's life out there in Australia.
1: Life is good out here. It's, um, you know, I, I originally come from Hong Kong and Hong Kong is like concrete jungle. It's all about the hustle and just the culture from, well, the culture difference from living in Hong Kong and Sydney, Australia now is just like night and day. Um, and Sydney is a really amazing place and Australia is just an amazing place in general, um, I think, to live. And, you know, I, I was just telling um, someone that, I was about to move to New York, actually. So maybe we could have done this in person um, in an like, alternative universe. But um, I'm really glad that yeah. Oh, yeah, I got okay. stuck here. Uh-huh. Yeah. How are you doing over there in New York?
0: Uh, we're on lockdown.
1: It's been ages. It's like, how long has the lockdown uh, been We're now?
0: We're back on this. Uh, uh, this is annoying. No, they just did it. Like, they're doing it in stages again now. I'm sure by December you know, we'll uh will officially completely not be allowed to leave our houses. It is what it is. That's why like when I see like some of your stuff on Instagram, like you're you know, sh- you're shooting pictures of the damn ocean uh, on a cliff. Yeah, I mean like I hate you. I, he is a strong <laughs> word. I dislike <laughs> you for doing that.
1: I just want to show <laughs> you, you sa- some what's going on outside. That's all.
0: Oh thanks a lot. I appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, So, so does everybody else in New York that's unable to actually leave their house uh, without wearing a mask and a bubble suit. Um, So I wanted to ask you, Prosper in the app. So that was born during COVID?
1: It was. So, you know, from my last company that I was doing for seven years, I was like, wow, like, this is a completely new chapter for me. And. I went back home to Grafton, which is a really small town, um, you know, population like 1,500 in Australia. And I was just there with my family on the farm and thinking about, wow, like what am I going to do with my life now? Um, And it was like a really good reflection period. But I think something that was just very clear to me is that I will always be passionate about financial inclusion. And I was trying to think, You know what is what's the core problem that i'm trying to solve here like what how come people are financially excluded why does poverty exist you know all these types of questions and i think it came down to financial literacy and you know my experience previously in the blockchain space i was there from 2014 uh built the world's first money transfer company using bitcoin um we did a lot of the volume from hong kong to philippines hong kong to pakistan and like all these different remittance corridors um and it i realized that it didn't matter like what we built like we built this crazy like unbanked banking system essentially that was on you know using bitcoin like stable coins it was all very complex but it didn't matter what we built because people still were uneducated on like the basics about money like things like you know, how the economy works, money itself, what's inflation, like a lot of things that the, that Bitcoin does solve for. Um, but I just thought, actually, I think that I could do more for more people by focusing on the educational piece. Um, and we're in this, like, amazing time right now that was brought on by COVID. And I don't mean to undermine um, the seriousness of COVID at all, but, you know, trying to look on the bright side it's completely accelerated digital learning. And I think, you know, my realization that I wanted to fo- focus on financial literacy and then pair that with the acceleration of digital learning that we see today, you know, what I could create out of that. And that's how I came up with Prosper um, So, you know, our mission is to be the number one destination, young millennials and Gen Z learn about personal finance. And we want to focus on um, by leading with viral video content and AI personalization to make sure that not only people can learn, but also engage um, in, you know, their own way with personal finance and getting started with their journey, because that's the hardest part is getting started.
0: For sure. I, I, I totally agree with that. And it's, I'm not just saying this because you know, I'm very blunt. I, I'll tell somebody that their product is shit. But you, you've created something that that's really special. It doesn't include me though, because you know, God forbid, you would include a quote that I would go ahead and say. We're um, gonna get in oh, touch. I, <laughs> stop, because that's another topic we'll talk about. I, I felt besides uh, you know uh, having to harass you and chase you down, uh, I'm not included in in the circle. Uh, was <laughs> my quotes. My quotes don't hit the heart. Uh, they just don't do it for people. But uh, I do think this, uh, what you're building does, uh, you know, I, it, it does bring something that's really, really cool to the table for people that are young. Yes. And I, I see where you're aiming it at. And I appreciate it. It's thank you. A lot of people really don't understand finance. So you attacking you attacking it, it's a beautiful thing to watch.
1: Yeah. And you know thanks so much for being at like the very start of that journey because you know the app that for people who are listening, Prosper app right now is a app that sends you a daily personal finance quote from wealth leaders around the world. Um, And essentially, when you open it, it gives you a bit of information about what that quote means. Um, And, you know, we're really trying to focus on bite-sized learning. But then after that, the more quotes that you open that, you know, interest you, the better the recommendations for, you know, third-party financial literacy um, content comes up for you. So, for example, we would have David's podcast on there if you're interested in personal finance in certain you know in saving or anything like that um but that that's where it is right now it's it's a very text based it's mvp um and i'm just looking forward to like over time gradually building something and like for people to see it evolve because i got back the designs the other day for the newest app of like where we're aiming for this to be and the concept and principles are identical but the dynamic that's been built into it I think people are going to be really happy for so happy with so I think that if people download the app now and be able to kind of see that comparison about where it's where it is and where it's going it's going to blow your mind for sure like I <laughs> I don't know maybe I'm being like too overconfident but it just it looks awesome and I can't wait for people to start using the newest version
0: I think I like I like how uh I don't think it's overconfident I think it's just you believe in what you're bringing to the table. So I'm you know, excited
1: uh, and the team's excited. And, you know, I, I think that that's such a valuable feeling to have when, you know, a group of people are working on one thing um, and we all like really care. You know? <laughs> so it's it means a lot when, when you said that, you know, you've been enjoying it.
0: I have, you know, even though my quotes don't call, uh, come up there um, on my phone. Uh, that I just purchased to make sure that everything was working correctly. Um, It's, it's just a pleasure to see, why are you laughing? It's a pleasure to see the quotes uh, (laughs) pop up there every day from, uh, you know, random people. Uh, Let me ask you this question. What's your favorite quote? Before we move along, I just wanted to ask you out of all the quotes that you you know that pop up daily like what's your what's one that really sticks out in your in your mind
1: there are so many but the ones that i love are the trading quotes the most um and the one that i love the most is never buy something from somebody who's out of breath
0: wow who who said that
1: i think it was john john something hi no, so I don't john
0: so john holds john... the same place in your heart as me. <laughs> understandable
1: I mean, I'm so bad with names, but that that was a really good quote. Um, But yeah, actually, I just got my one today. I got my quote today. Let me look at it. I'm going to open up the thing. Okay, so the quote today is the habit of saving is itself an education. It fosters every virtue, teaches self-denial, cultivates the sense of order, trains to forethought, and so broadens the mind by Munger which is really cool. Because like true. you get these types of ones. Like some of them aren't that deep. Like yesterday's one was do not save what is left after spending, but spend what is left after saving. And that's by Warren Buffett. Um, but, you know, I, I think that it's important for people to know that, you know, when you're starting something new, you don't need to dive in and do like, you know, you don't you don't have to pressure yourself to learn like everything about everything. And that it makes more sense to have bite-sized pieces to understand what your interests are over time. Because I think yeah. interest drives emotion and emotion gives you that fuel to continue on to a journey. Um and I think it's it's this is what this app is like built for, right? It, it's built for people who want to get started and it's built to help you over time to develop that habit of um, you know, thinking about this stuff. Because Personal finance is thinking about it every day. It's, it's as little as like, you know, I'm not going to spend money on that coffee because I know that maybe at the end of this year, I'll have $200 to put in the stock market. Like it's, it's those types of like everyday actions that really affect the bottom line for people. Um, and it's about thinking about it that way for sure. But yeah, I, I really would love, you know, we have the newest content um, packages like coming out soon on the app and I'm starting my outreach and I would really love to have you. Um, I'm
0: there you know every guest comes on and says I would really love to have you uh participate so uh right now what she's trying to do to you guys is try to make it look like she's actually gonna add me on um and we'll (laughs) go with that we're gonna go with that flow uh but she will block (laughs) me after this podcast and you will never hear from her again or maybe in two years we might um Max, I wanted to ask you this question. Number one, old city and new city? Hong Kong, old or new? Oh. Hong Say Kong one?
1: itself or in yeah. comparison? Okay.
0: No, no. Which one are you going to? Old or oh, new? Oh, old. Okay. I like you already. Um, Why? Because I don't like the new city. Hong
1: Kong is a very special place in that it's there's just this like tradition that stays there um and there's all these like new things that kind of revolve around that tradition and i think that's why it's kind of like the pinnacle of a lot of sci-fi movies excuse me a lot of sci-fi movies because it it's familiar but it's still progressive um but yeah i you know just short story old <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you you know what i, I I, I want to say, uh, all joking aside, because I've been, you know, I've been busting Max's chops the entire time, but you seem so much more alive now that you're, like, outside of the crypto space. Yeah. You, I can hear it in your voice. You're, like, you have, like, I, I we, we talked live on cam before we did, you know, went on to the podcast. Uh, You just look so much you, you look alive and it's, yeah. it's a beautiful thing to see. And am I wrong?
1: No, I assess- no, you're not wrong. And, you know, I, I think like life is all about a personal journey. Um, And the, I, but I it, it really
0: burnt you. Did, did the space really burn you out that bad? Like to I, work-
1: it's, it's not the space. It was that it was, it was what I was tackling, like it was what I was bringing on myself to solve and the way that I was going about it. I, I could never blame like the space of the community because like the, you know, the crypto space, blockchain space, whatever you want to call it, it of course has, every industry has, it's like not so great parts, but yeah. the majority of the people in that space are really trying to change the world. And it's a beautiful thing to see people build something from the ground up. But I think that my mindset in approach, um, a lot of like personal development factors, you know, a lot of those types of things were running in the background for me. Yeah. And like, I, you know, being an entrepreneur is hard. Like, Because you're your own boss, like you're, you're telling yourself where the mark is the next day. And a lot of that time, you're kind of forcing yourself to push, push yourself every single day. And not only that, you have people that rely on you. So my former company, we had, I think like 20, 25, 25 employees, like towards the end there. And I had started that company when I was just turned 20 years old so wow.
0: that's like a like oh good
1: God. yeah that was like a good and like I had dropped out of uni and like all this type of stuff and you know to have all that responsibility and like trust of people while having like the trust of your customers and your investors and all this type of stuff like it's it's just a lot and I'm so appreciative of that space um and like you know, I, I have baked in that incentive about like crypto and all this type of stuff within Prosper itself that will reveal itself later on. But yeah, I think that long story short, I was very hard on myself. Like my inner voice was so hard on myself to deliver. And dropping
0: out of college, that must have what your your parents must have gone crazy.
1: <laughs> well. You know, did you get it, your
0: ass? Did, did they try to whip your ass or?
1: No, 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 no. I mean like my, I've always been quite strong willed. So <laughs> when I was like, I'm dropping out, they're like, okay, like we know that there's no point saying anything cause she's going to do it. Um, but you know, I, I wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to drop out or whatever. I, I said, look, like I can defer my university degree for two years. So I got two years to make this happen. And I did. So I didn't have to go back. Um, but yeah, like I think just you know I do feel just so different. Like my mind is different, my approach is different, how I see the world is different. Um, and sometimes you need that kind of like you need to let go, yeah. right? Like I I went I remember the day that I, I resigned and like it, you know I was like sitting down and it was all hitting me that like my last seven years, which was so big of my identity. Like when you build something and you're known for it and all also it becomes your identity and it can be such a cage for how you operate and how you are as a person and when i like fully let that go i was like wow like i gotta start from like zero again and i was like scared but excited and i was like okay like what how do i want my life to look and how do i want to feel like how do i want to feel in my life
0: but hasn't it made it you better, changed. but it's but it's made you better as an entrepreneur, correct? For like sure, you, yeah. Like now you know, like, like you know everything that you're doing will prosper. Mm-hmm. Like I would, that's how I view it. Like going Definitely. through that, twenty years old. I, I listen. I've read the articles, you know, on your famous, you know, <laughs> Max barely. is famous, famous, you know, barely, barely, stuff, thirty on the thirty and stuff. <laughs> Let's get let's guys. Let's not get this confused. We're talking to somebody from Forbes thirty on the thirty. You know. That,
1: oh so, my god. What? Well,
0: well, I, I didn't introduce you. Forbes thirty on the thirty. Okay. That, no, this, you don't this need is the to introduce this
1: is, me. This this is the Please problem.
0: Don't. This is the I'm problem. So this is why I, she's. This is why I couldn't get her because I was I'm chasing, chasing, chasing. I had to go to Instagram. Like I told you guys in the beginning. Uh, For me to go ahead and step onto Instagram to go ahead and find somebody, says a lot, man. (laughs) You're chasing somebody thirty under thirty, but you deserved it, and you deserve the clout that you got. Uh, I remember seeing—I actually remember um, seeing—I remember seeing you on CNBC. Really? I I remember because they did the art. I don't know if you were actually speaking, but they did the like the article was like presented on CNBC. I just don't, oh. I, 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 clear, I, I don't really, I, I honestly, I'm so sorry. I know you will be mad at me because I'm not You know, talking about, <laughs> but like, I, I remember seeing on CNBC and I was like, wow, like that's, that's so cool. Like I was like, I was just sitting back. I'm like, it doesn't matter how old you are. Like you can go ahead and rock out and you can do something phenomenal and i was just like good for you i was like Thank really you. good for you and thanks which now again i go back to prosper where like you now literally it's like i don't want to say it's a piece of cake but now when you see like a mistakes about to be made you're you're already game you understand what you need to do to go ahead and fix it am i right wrong for
1: sure like all the battle scars that i had from my last company as like my first ever company it has made like this time around so much faster. So for example, like we released an app in 20 days um, and we gained like, I think like 2000 users now in two months. And there's just like all these differences and like my approach is different cause you know, I, I kind of know more. Um, and you know, also actually something I found really difficult in like in past experiences was to ask for help and like now i'm just like asking for help like every which way shape or form i'm like hey like you seem like a really smart person and i'm trying to solve this issue like can we hop on a call and think about it together and i think like that's like profoundly changed the speed of which things are being built and gaining traction um and you know, you know, like when you're young, you're a little shy, like you have something to prove and all this type of stuff. Like yeah, yeah. I I didn't want to ask for help because I was like, no, I want to do this on my own. Like I want I want people to know that I can like do this. Um, but now I'm just like, okay, this problem's like too big for just me to solve. And I don't have an ego. Well, everybody has an ego, but my ego has been like very much humbled <laughs> to the point where I'm like, I need, I need help, you know? So like it comes from every single level, like help comes from, you know, prosper app users, pressing that contact us button. That's at the top right-hand corner telling me how they want to improve the app. Help comes from, you know, like you reaching out to me being like, Hey, let's talk about this. Help comes from like a whole bunch of people. Um, and, you know, people like so many people have had so many experiences that I realize these are just cheap, like cheat sheets for life. What the hell? Like, why am I not like calling all these people sure. and like swapping notes? Like this is a great thing. And I'm really humbled by like the amount of people who who want to help because they believe in personal finance, they believe in financial literacy, and they believe in you know financial inclusion. Because by like improving the wealth of everybody in the world and like making sure that we stand strong together, but as individuals more importantly that has profound effects that can change everything from climate change to, you know, just making sure that you have a legacy and that you're looking after people there in your family. Like there's so many different implications to getting your money right. Um, But yeah, like I, I no longer have fear to like ask for help. Um, And it's been so great, like meeting different people, but yeah, I, if anybody out there is trying to like build a company, like do not be scared to like, share ideas and ask for help. Like it's totally fine. Just make sure that you have like something to provide in return. Like I think that's nothing's for free, but it doesn't always have to be like a dollar value. It can be like in your network. Correct. It can be in what you do. Um, you know, somebody who helps you now or somebody like who you help now could help you like so far in the future that you don't even know, you know, like there's just don't be close-minded to all the opportunities that are around you.
0: entrepreneurs and i agree with you totally agree with you like i don't even have a comeback because i agree with everything that you said and stated today so far in these five minutes that you took and displayed your wicked uh mindset and your approach um for entrepreneurs what would you tell somebody what would you tell yourself at 20 about how to go about running a business you know how like every like we'll get back to that real quick but you know how everybody wants to be an entrepreneur everybody calls themselves an entrepreneur everybody puts entrepreneur in their title yeah but nobody's really about that life though
1: like, yeah
0: I, I think I, a lot of people know what an entrepreneur really has to go through
1: yeah I like I see entrepreneurship as like the ultimate battle with yourself <laughs> And it's like that, that's you're like, you're in like this ultimate fighter fight. And like, you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, what are you gonna do today? Like, you know? And like, essentially, I, I think that it's, I see it kind of differently to like other entrepreneurs. Like, we, we all think very differently, but I, I think that like one thing that is a common thread between all entrepreneurs is that we just want to improve and we want to provide value there's like two things It's like we're constantly wanting to prove something to ourselves and like evolve and we want to be able to provide value to society and you know a lot of the times when you're like first an entrepreneur all you're caring about is money because you're like what the fuck like I just sorry mind my language oh um, no
0: go for it go for it don't hide that from the people <laughs> We he, tell them how do, we, listen, you're lucky I don't bring Ross on. Ross is the producer of, <laughs> of the podcast and she was just cussing up a storm. I don't know how Bloomberg had her on, but I'm just saying, go ahead, Max. I'm sorry for interrupting.
1: No, that's all right. Um, but I think it's like when you're when you're first starting and you're putting yourself in that position of like, I'm gonna start something and I don't have money, I don't have support, um, I've like chosen my own path, like That's a lot of stress. So in kind of like the, in like your hierarchy of needs, you're like, I got to get that money in, you know? But after you get that money in, I think that there's this greater understanding of like value that you're providing for society. Like, oh my gosh, like I got my first employee and you're giving somebody in the economy work and that payment that you're having for their services is now providing for a family. Like that type of roll-on effect becomes really addictive. And then you're like, oh my gosh, like I've created this, it doesn't matter if it's like a money transfer app using Bitcoin or, you know, a, um, a personal finance, like quote app, whatever rather. Like you're like, wow, like people are using this and they're saving. Okay, like let me give you like this one story. Like in my last company, the first ever transfer we did with somebody, Save them enough money. Um, They're sending money from Hong Kong to Philippines. It saved them enough money to add two extra seats to their wedding. And she was a domestic helper in Hong Kong. And like, when you see like that type of effect, like that, that's like, you know, that's undeniable joy that there's two more people that can go to a wedding because of your service. You get addicted. You're like, damn, like, this is like helping people. This is, you know, not only am I like employing people, you're like, you're helping people be happier um and I think like that's like the second foundation of entrepreneurship it's like once you kind of get over that hustle mindset where it's very like you know I've got to get this done it's very stress induced like it's very like paranoid um you can actually like get to a next stage where you can be more relaxed being like wow like I am producing you can be kinder to yourself and I think that's something that entrepreneurs don't do like they they're not very kind to themselves i i don't know maybe this is just my personal experience no no uh, honestly like
0: yeah i'm i'm with you on that like being hate being an entrepreneur like i left my i left a career that i I was in a i was in a good place for 15 years i appreciated i appreciate everything that the automotive industry gave to me like i was a finance manager director whatever it is i wore a lot of hats I got paid a lot of money and i left that yeah. to start Gakshni media i would like yeah people are like what the fuck are you doing i'm like yeah i just want to do this like i just want this is my only shot i want to do it
1: yeah for
0: and sure i did it and it was just like now I wanted to ask you this, like, do you become, did you become more financially responsible as an entrepreneur?
1: I think at the beginning, I didn't have a choice because I was like living off of two minute noodles and people's couches. <laughs> so like, you know, I didn't, I, I, I was, I was like, I ain't got nothing to lose, dude. Like, I gotta make this work. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> and YOLO.
1: Yeah, I was like, I was like, "Fuck!" Sorry, I don't mean to swear. I'm getting like really relaxed now. You know what I'm trying it, you not to it? swear as much.
0: Look, look, look. <laughs> Hold up. Okay, you're not gonna go ahead and give my audience some PC answers. You could save that from Bloomberg, CNBC, your probably your Forbes magazine that's fucking gonna come out and stuff. But like on here yeah speak your mind like i I, we want the real max
1: but you know like you know sometimes it's like you're like you want something so bad and you're so freaking frustrated and like everything's in your way and like you go into like hulk mode and you're (laughs) like i don't give a fuck like i'm gonna make this work and it's not even like people are doubting you it's like just stuff is not going your way um and i I think it's like you
0: to know that max is uh she's a leo I think she's a Leo. So she's a fire sign. I'm a Sagittarius, so I'm a fire sign too. So I know. But they're quicker to explode. All you Leos out there, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. You guys are just yeah. like, you snap in two seconds. So go you for You just it. So not chill.
1: No, that's good. But it's like I, I'm learning more now to kind of not create resistance. Like there's this really great book called Power Versus Force. And it's all about like understanding different emotional states and the quality of those emotional states and how you should be approaching things that you want to solve in the world via your emotional state. So to give you an example, you don't want to resolve conflict out of fear. You want to resolve conflict out of love, right? Because that means that it's going to give you more of a compassionate eye for solving, which means that you have a wider range of um, your eye is open to all the different potentials out there instead of being like, no, like I'm fearful and I want it this way because it makes me feel safe. And I think like just kind of, um, trying to like do business and, um, you know, building something through power and not through force is like just such a profound, like change inside for me in terms of how I approach entrepreneurship now, like, I, for example, like I never, ever reach out to somebody because I'm fearful that my business is like failing or like from a bad perspective, it's always like, okay, like I, you know, I'm going to wait for tomorrow when I'm feeling a little bit better about doing that. And usually I find that if I have reached out to somebody like out of, you know, a, a bad space personally inside, that stuff never works out ever, 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 ever. Or like if it works out, it's going to blow up some other time and space. But I think like that's the biggest change that I've made is trying to do things from a good place. Um, and, you know, removing that like all those kind of very like low level feeling emotions like fear and like mostly fear, to be honest. I, I feel like as an entrepreneur, like your biggest thing that you have to handle in your head is fear.
0: Once that fear is gone, it's it's over. Like you can crush the world.
1: For like sure. A,
0: a, you need like, but you need to like, but from a some, from some point, from some sense, you need fear because fear makes you, but I, I feel like fear makes you better. Like when you're, there's a, when I say fear, it's not like, oh, I'm so scared of, no, it's like, it makes you do things that you wouldn't do. Like it makes you step out of the box and do something that'll be incredible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's like, you know, okay, answer me this question. It's like, what what made you go, I'm going to leave this like high paying job where I could have been like, you know, financially very comfortable for the rest of my life. What made you leave to start what you're starting
0: now? Because I love asking I, people this. I, 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 you know what I left because I was making, I'm being like all bullshit aside. I was making amazing money, uh, amazing money, but I wasn't happy. Like I wasn't like my reason for leaving wasn't all, you know, I was always, a. I always at heart, I was always an entrepreneur, whatever that fucking word means. But I was always, I always wanted to do my own thing. I didn't want to work for anybody. Like I wanted to do my own thing, build my own empire and employ as many people as possible. That was really, and it had Again, like I don't even mention money. That's, but that's what I wanted. And I, and when it comes to money, I just wanted to be comfortable. I really, yeah. It's nice that I had a career for 15 years where I made a, a, a stupid amount of money, but at the end of the day, I wasn't happy. I literally, I was miserable, miserable. Yeah. And I was like, okay. You know, COVID happens. Everything shuts down. Now I sit. You know, like, listen. They send you home, and now you're working from home. And I'm like, meanwhile, I'm already in like the. You know, I'm in the blockchain space for. You know, I really. I'm. Um, um, I get into the blockchain space really for the for the last four years. I'm into it. I created Gokshi Media, but I'm spending fifty percent of my time on it. Even though it's like a hundred percent, it's really fifty because the other fifty. I'm sitting at work and I'm working so I can't really dedicate 200% to this company. Yeah. I'm like, I really feel that. I don't care if I say it on this and this plays out somewhere. I feel that we're better than coin desk and coin telegraph because I engage like our articles, my podcast, the live cast, like I engage with people. That's what maybe that's why people follow me. It's, it's just, I'm, I will answer every single person that goes ahead and replies to my tweet or to my Instagram post or sends me a DM. That's who I am. So at the end of the day, I just wanted to be happy. I wanted to be comfortable. I got the fuck out of there. And I started working 100% on G media. And obviously uh, the other project that I'm working on is Pad global, which is all about securing, you know, your data and building a storage that's decentralized. And you know, you, you get to, take back your data and actually own it. So uh, sorry for making it long, but again, at the end of the day, it wasn't a money, it wasn't so much a money decision. It was more so I want to have a life. So I'm going, and this is the only chance that I'm going to get at attempting to build something. And it was just like, unfortunately due to COVID, it was, it was just the perfect timing during 2020 has been a, Horrific year as well because you know, like, I lost my best friend, my dad. My dad passed away out of nowhere, and you know, that just completely, completely devastating. So, Mm. I was like, listen, you know what? Losing your best friends, it's horrible. I'm gonna, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win at this game. Like, I am not going. If I'm gonna lose, then. I'm going to go back to, well, where, you know, if I have to go get a job or whatnot, cool, great. But I know that I gave 200% towards this company. Yeah. Sorry to make it all long and stuff.
1: No, no, no. I, like, I can hear the passion. And I, I think that's kind of what it comes down to is that you make a, I don't know if everybody goes through this, but like when I was in university, I was like, all right, I got a fork in the road right now, which is that I either, I don't know where it's going to take me, but I follow my heart or I follow like the safe road, which is get a degree, I don't know, work in some company. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I just want people to know that like if you hear something in your heart that's telling you to do something, you have to honor that. And you don't want to like, you know, go like way later in life and go man like to still have that in your heart to know that there was something that you're not you, you didn't honor and satisfy and i think that's the main thing and that can be so many big things like it doesn't mean you have to create like a massive media company or anything like that it could be as little as like you want to have a soap company or a candle company or like just anything but i think that a lot a of people store. yeah i think that a lot of people don't listen to that inner voice that tells them, hey, like, maybe this is not what I want to do. You know, and I
0: think I think a lot of people are just are scared to take to step out of their comfort zone. I know it's repetitive yeah. and a lot of people say that, but I it's it's the truth. A lot of people are scared to, you know, step out, step out of or if or you have the, you know, the entrepreneur that, yeah, I'm going to do it. And they have no game plan. They have no clue. And they're just. Yeah they just step out and I mean, they really don't have a game plan to go on.
1: Oh my God. But that, that was me when I first started. Like I was just like, I don't like, you know, being just turned 20, like I had no idea like how to run a business, let alone like a, like a financial technology business. Um, But I just said to myself, just step by step, like, don't like, I have like a very good idea about the goal. But there are like a million steps I don't have to think about. I just have to think about the one ahead of me. And the further I get up in the mountain, the clearer the path gets. And I think people should not be, you know, how how do we, you know, instead of us being like, you know, get out of your comfort zone, let's talk about like how. And I think the way how is just go, okay, tomorrow, just do one thing. Like that could be just researching how to make candles, (laughs) You know, it it could be like, and then the next day you're just like, okay, well, maybe like next week I'm going to go to like, you know, the markets and look at what people are selling candles for. And that I'm trying to like break this down in like very simple ways, but I I just want people to know that all you have to do is just take one step at a time. And that's the how that you get out of the, like out of your fear, right. And out of the comfort zone is just slowly kind of looking at what else is out there for you. Um, and being open to what you can do and just making sure you take like action towards those steps. Like not everybody has to be like, I'm going to quit my degree and my job and just freaking like get in there like you and I did, <laughs> right? But like just-, <laughs> but just Not everybody's you know,
0: 30 on the 30, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, know, you know, 30 out of the 30, y'all. Like we ain't, thir- listen, I'm just saying she worked for it though. She worked for it though.
1: That's the it difference. An interesting thing. So why, do you, interesting. why do
0: you hold on? I say thirty thirty, and you're like, oh, no, it's so <sighs> "I just talk about it, Like I would be like, "Yeah, son, thirty thirty, what's up?" Because like, the
1: thing with those lists, I think that, like, don't get me wrong. Like I'm a thousand percent. Like I, it's not something I was working towards, but when I got it, I was like oh man, like sometimes things in life just tell you you're on the right path and like this this is a token of that and like what a gift to to see that like the work that you're doing that people are taking notice, right? But I think that the the whole like list system and everything like that is a little bit like, I don't know. Like sometimes I feel as though like 80% of people on that list are, kind of like entrepreneurs but they're really good at marketing (laughs) and like I I don't know but that's what it comes across as right yeah and like for some people and I think the thing is like lists and also another thing is that it it appreciates like speed over experience where it's like it puts so much pressure on people like, Oh, I gotta make, like, I know people that are like, wow, you made that list. Like, I want to, I'm like 28 now. And I'm like, I really want to make that list. And it's like, dude, it's just a list. (laughs) 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 You know, like it's, it's just a weird ass list that, you know, some people go, Oh, this is, you seem cool. You could be put on this list, but like in the reality of things, like it doesn't really matter. But I, I think people get put on that list are the ones who I mean, at least for me anyway, like I, it wasn't my aim, but it just came across my path and I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, but I know some people that are so hard on themselves as the time's ticking down. And it's like, it doesn't prove anything, you know, It, it do, I just don't think it proves anything. So I'm always kind of a little bit meek about it where I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. But I'm, I don't know. I, I feel conflicted, but I also have a thing where it's like being celebrated in any shape or I was was going to say, yeah, makes me feel like very uncomfortable.
0: (laughs) You have to understand your place. Like, so I'm going to be serious here because I'm usually not. Hold on one second, because Siri wanted to come on here real quick. Uh, (laughs) No, but like you, I hate when that happens. Like, I don't know know what I said for her to pop up here in next podcast, maybe. But uh, you'll probably avoid me also. What I wanted to say is, Max, like, you have, like, there's a lot of women that want to go ahead and do their own thing. You've done that at a very young age. Do you feel, man, this going to be, like, one of these journalistic, you know, questions. But, like, do you feel, like, do you feel that on your shoulders? Like, hey, not a lot of women, I might be wrong, but a lot of women don't get the same opportunity opportunities to go ahead and succeed as let's say men and yeah. i need to go ahead and show that now nah, that's bullshit like we can do it kind of thing
1: i and so okay this is a, a complex issue because it's like i have never entered a room and been like i'm a woman <laughs> do you what i mean like i i mean like i i walk yeah, in the yeah. room and just like i just go like all right like what do people here have to offer And what do I have to offer? And I don't identify with like, I'm a woman and therefore like, I'm just a pioneer for like cool things. And I think that like this whole like gender, okay. This is different. Okay. Look, being an entrepreneur is different to like being in like corporate America or like in, in like, we have to talk about, we have to create a distinction between different parts of society and like how women are treated in different parts of society. And like, if you're in corporate I think that that's a totally different ball game because there is like this boys' club and all this type of stuff. But being an entrepreneur, it's like it's like you're like free range. You're like a free range chicken. Do you know what I mean? And like you can <laughs> you you dictate your own path. And I just I feel as though if I ever made myself feel different by being a woman, I would have not gotten as far because I would have started to feel insecure. Um. So I I, I kind of want, I understand like why, um, I have been celebrated as like a woman in tech, but I almost feel like it downplays my achievements because it's like, you're putting me in like the woman league. And actually I just want to be an entrepreneur and be considered like, I would much prefer to be a lower rung entrepreneur than like a top dog woman entrepreneur. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, because the thing is, it's, like, this whole, like, I think they call it, like, bigotry of minorities or, like, bigotry of, like, low expectations, where it's, like, oh, like, well done, you're a woman, like, you know, first of all, like, expectations for you as a woman in the space is lower because they just want to celebrate you anyway, right? And and it's, like, that for me, I just don't – it doesn't fly with me because it's, like, I – it might be fine for other people, and I understand it's like, well, we need to celebrate those people because we need to have more role models for people to come into the space as like women and feel confident. That's fine, um, but I feel that's belittling to me when I'm like put on a woman's list because I'm like, why am I? Why am I not just on the regular person's list? Well, that's and actually,
0: society—that's go- fucking society—that went ahead and you know put this all into place.
1: Yeah. And I don't get me wrong. Like, I think that more women should follow their dreams, but I also think it's like, that's on you. Like, I think once you get out of your head, that it's like, poor me, I'm like a minority and all this type of stuff. When you get out of that victimhood mentality and you go, I don't give a flying fuck what you think about me. Cause I would just sidestep you. And I, think, I love that. You know what I mean? Just sidestep the person who's in your way. Like, those exactly. Matter what I just, you know, do a shuffle to the side and get on your way. And like that's that's why like women women like lists make me feel uncomfortable because I'm just like ah, like you're belittled. I feel like I'm being belittled. But I understand that could be from my own perspective, but just one last thing on this topic that shows the weird kind of like treatment that women get, you know, even though they're trying to be celebrated, it's like almost patronizing. A couple of years ago, I got an email where they're like, "Oh, we want to put you on like the girl boss list of something," and I said, "I don't want to be on this list because I think that it's patronizing." And they're like, "What? This is not patronizing. This is celebrating." And they like these this like media company kind of got pissed off at me because I wasn't like into their agenda, and I was like, "Okay, let's flip it around. Do you have like a boy boss list?" Do you know how stupid that sounds? A boy boss list. And you have like a girl boss list like That it's is weird. Like when you if when you swap it around like and you replace it with like, you know, men, nobody wants to be on a boy boss list. Like it's just weird. It sounds no. weird. And like they're I, like, I would, "Oh."
0: <laughs> I I just I, I don't understand like why can't you just have a list like a boss is like you can have, it doesn't, it's so fucking weird. Like anybody can be a boss. Why do we have to define it by gender? but,
1: But I think it's the, another thing is like, you know, people don't realize that your actions, your money, your thoughts, like those are your votes in society. So, you know, you and I are complaining, Oh, like, why do they have women's lists? That's like so silly. But like there are people out there that specifically click on these lists and, and it's the same as like, oh, we all hate Facebook, but we're all using Facebook.
0: Exactly. So I think
1: people like, this is why I mean, what I mean by like individualism, like, if you stand strong as an individual, you create like a better network for everybody to stand better together. And I, you know what
0: it is, Max, I also think at the same time, you have girls that are young that are looking for, yeah. you know, to they're looking for that. For somebody like you to say, "Oh shit! Look, she did it. I can do it too." Yeah, and like you, and you have people that, like, listen. You have people that have that ambition, that drive, like you do. That just are looking for that person that you know has the same sort of passion as you do, yeah, or as they do. It, it, that so I get it from, I get it from one side. But I just look, I said it today. I was like, you know, I asked you that question to start this whole conversation off. But at the end of the day, I I wish it wasn't like that. But from one standpoint, I get it. I get it. It's that little girl in the bedroom right now. Listen, it might be an 11 year old girl that, you know, accidentally tunes into this. Well, she'll probably tune in 30 for 30. She'll probably tune in because you're on and she'll listen to you and she'll be like, fuck, yeah, fuck college. I'm out. I'm telling my parents too. <laughs> what now? You, ain't, you, you got something you to say to me?
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I You put I it understand.
0: out there. Now Now I, you're going to have little girls bullying the parents. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going to happen after the show.
1: No, for sure. Like, I definitely look like this is what I mean by like being able to think about things from lots of different perspectives. And there is like a place in the world for almost everything. As long as it's not, you know, let's not get like carried away with everything. But yeah you know, it doesn't matter what side you're on. The fact that like Kamala Harris, who's like the U.S. vice president now, like, you know, having all of those photos of those girls, like looking at, you know, a woman who's like in a position like that is, you you can't deny that that does have a profound effect. So I agree that we need idols. um, But I think that we need to also agree that it shouldn't hopefully we can become a society where like your gender no matter uh matters right and like that's what we want to work towards and I I really truly think that's where we're going towards is that we no longer will have these lists because there will just be such a prolific amount of you know um what we deem minorities now in special spaces or in particular spaces I should say um is that it's it's just no longer an issue right so I think that's where it's getting to where it's going to go and I just happen to be in the time where we do need idols for like young girls and just people in general to recognize so that we can get to that point of like, where everybody, no matter your background or anything like that does feel like they can enter a room and make a difference. Like that is like profoundly important.
0: Your app, your application, your company, what are you looking to do? Honestly, straight up, what are you looking to do with this application? Like I, I get which I get the application, I understand what it's about right now. I get where it's going. What are you ultimately? What is Maxine looking to do?
1: Yeah, it's things will unravel as it goes, and I don't want to say too much too soon.
0: No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm asking, I I'm not asking what you want to do with the app.
1: The, okay, we, we, we obviously, but the, the obviously mission, you want to
0: educa- educate, you want to, the you want to educate mission,
1: people. like basically like the Trojan horse of this app is, I want to give like young millennials and Gen Z, the ability to have like a proper vote and say in the financial um, products and services that they utilize. And I'm not going to go into more of it other than that, is that I want people, especially you know the younger generation that's like starting to use these financial products and services that exist right now to have the power. And I have the strategy to do that. And that's what I'm working towards. But that's all I can say about it.
0: See, Maxine, I, I love her response. Thank you. But she fucking doesn't listen to me. Like, I, I guess she would... Max, (laughs) Miss Ryan, Miss Ryan, Miss Ryan, I want you to tell me, okay, this is not, it should probably never come back on this, uh, should probably never come back, I'm sorry, Uh, and we're going to have like a 500, I'm doing, this podcast ain't going away, anyway, what I wanted to say is, Max, five years from now, am I seeing you on like 40, under 40? Like what is your goal know. inside that inside that head right now? Are you what you're looking That's, to dominate? Are you looking no. to dominate a certain niche?
1: It will um it'll all reveal itself to me. Like my my own like I don't care about this stuff. Like the, what I'm concerned about is people's like rights, financial inclusion, and like I want to be able to solve that. So if I even solve that partially in five years' time, then I'd be happy with that but in terms of like do i want to be on a list or whatever not really i just want to like put my head down and build something cool for people
0: and grind away. I,
1: it's it, you know yeah it'll everything will happen along the way i just i just really do want to build something that is going to help people in the future i think i finally then, figured out how to how to do that
0: what do you think about because you talk about financial freedom what do you think about yeah. bitcoin and do you think it's going to give people financial freedom? The, the same, like, if you look at the talk on crypto Twitter, you know, or on Twitter, or on social media about Bitcoin, it's like, that's it. Bitcoin's going to replace, Bitcoin's going to, re- going to be the dominant currency. It's going to replace everything. What are your thoughts on it?
1: Bitcoin changed my life. Um, And that will, and I I think it has changed a lot of people's lives, not so much as like a, um, you know, a means of transfer or anything like that, but in the way that we think about the existing financial system and the way that we understand that the existing financial system is not a system for the people um, and that that really needs to change. So in terms of like Bitcoin's validity in creating that paradigm shift in society that we need to make changes it is so 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 important and i think that one thing that is happening with the space is that you know where bitcoin is being used most frequently tends to be in you know western countries where everything is quite like all the financial products and services are quite flat in the way that they work with one another. It's it's not like a messy system. But where people need it the most are in countries where the financial system is failing them. Yeah. And you know, we're looking more in like Asia and like India and like these types of places. And what nobody's been able to like the people who are working on this the most are in almost like an ivory tower and they're huh. not like they've, they've not been able to hit that point. We're going, okay, like, how can this, how can we get this into people's hands? And there are definitely people that are working on it, but I think that it, it's a difficult thing to solve. So I think right now, like Bitcoin as a vehicle to educate people um, about the financial system and explain that there is a better way, it is doing its job in doing that. But I think that there's time there is quite a bit of time before most people are able to be using it like every day, because we have to think about like, okay, what does using Bitcoin every day look like? That's like going to Starbucks, paying for coffee, that's paying your rent with it and all these types of things. Like we need a structure and nobody's focusing on like that structure between the world and like, you know, Bitcoin itself because it's very difficult. It's extremely difficult. And you, you basically need a government, like you, not, maybe not a government initiative, but you need somebody with a lot of money and power behind them to be able to change the structure of the world. So it's something to be solved. I do think it will get done. You know, when? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure.
0: Are you a Bitcoin Maximist?
1: I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist. Um, but do I think that Bitcoin has the strongest case in the industry right now, yes. Um, I think that it's just because it's so pure as like a concept where like everybody that's in crypto now is like, you know, running it like a business and all this type of stuff. Like, you know, you have your initial coin offerings. Like I, I'm not plugged in as much as I was, but when I was yeah. in that space, you know, everybody incentivized by making money. But Bitcoin was born from making the world a better place. And I've yet seen like an honest project out there that is trying to do the same thing, you know?
0: Like I gotcha, yeah. Yeah. I, I, know, listen, I get I, listen, when I read the white paper, I think that he wanted to see other things and he uh Satoshi other things being made and for sure you know, and things that would would be better than Bitcoin. But this might take but listen, like you said earlier, like Bitcoin did Give me. Uh, uh, it gave me. It gave me this. It gave me the opportunity to literally, you know, focus on uh, being an entrepreneur full time. I guess that's yeah. the best way I can phrase it. And sure. I appreciate like, that.
1: Definitely, like Bitcoin changed my life. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been an entrepreneur if I didn't come across Bitcoin. You know, oh, like it was my first ever company.
0: Besides me. Yeah. Who do you idolize?
1: <laughs> I don't believe in idols.
0: Good. I like that. That's. I just don't. I swear to God, I was waiting for that.
1: Really? Like I, like I just feel like everybody's human, you know? Like, and you have to be so careful so about who a... you idolize. Yeah, I just don't do it.
0: I don't really have. I'm with you on that one. Like I don't, I don't. Respect, but I don't idolize. Yeah. yeah, I I think so. You know, when people say that, I think it's the word—the wrong word to use. I think you, like you said, you can respect somebody and respect what they bring to the table, but idolize.
1: Yeah, because I think idolize like kind of um, suggests that you're coming from a place of like you're you're not be like them one day do you know what I mean or like yeah, you're, you've yeah, sure. kind of almost like created a gap of your existence of like that you're not going to be there so I don't I I don't like doing idols like maybe because of that reason but then also because it's like man the pressure on like being an idol geez like I wouldn't want that it'd be like you can't be yourself like every people are like such humans and like we create a hysteria like a perception hysteria around people and unfortunately it works but people are just people like they've got flaws they've got their own demons there's yeah i, I just don't do them because i i kind of like nobody's a god you know you <laughs> might be scary but you're not a god
0: <laughs> except if you're on 30 for 30 uh, 30 30, uh, 30 i said 30 for 30 that's an espn special she'll probably be on there as well um what? Last few questions. And I'm going to let her go. Listen, I got her. I got her agent on the line, like saying, like, oh wrap it God. up, wrap it up. I'm like, can I get like three more questions? And they're like, all right, cool. But make it make it fast. Like, Max, what's up with you? You can you can tell me like you want to get off the show? get up. Um, I don't want to
1: get off the show. I got all day. Well, not really, but still <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I got I got time for you. <laughs> He's been crying my gears about it. So I better make as much time as possible. Wow, there we go. I won't hear the, here end, of this. Won't hear oh the my... end
0: of it. <laughs> listen, I'm not going back. You know what? I know there's going to be a lot of people tuning in. I really do. I know there's going to be a lot of people tuning in to listen to this. So I don't want them to be distracted with what you've done to me and how you scarred me. And these <laughs> are just, you know, it's like you talked about, it just added scars that I have experienced in the last four years. uh in the quest of, you know, starting a company. And do you, I wanted to ask you this before I lose my train of thought. Do you find it that like now, like when you like in the beginning, so like you're an entrepreneur, right? You, you jump in, you're creating your own company. You're, you're begging people like, you know, I'm begging you to, you know, come, you know, talk to me and you're being rejected, right? So like you're being rejected all over the place. Nobody's giving you a yes. And then finally, once you get over that hump, it's like, it's like the Alchemist is one of my favorite books. Like the whole, like everybody starts coming to you. Yeah. Do, did you feel that in both, you know, your prior, uh, you know, you know, project and in this project where everybody starts coming to you? I guess with this project, it's probably easier, like where people are just like, but like, do you get where I'm coming from? Where like people are, they they start just like coming to coming to you calling you reaching out to you yeah trying to get an interview trying to work with you trying to partner with partner with I used
1: to yeah like I used to think that um you know like getting rejected and all this type of stuff like when I look back at at it now I'm just like damn like I just had nothing good to offer like truthfully yeah like I had to be really honest with myself when I was like being Kind of like rejected left right and center with like investment deals or whatever rather um and what what i realized was like people will only work with you if you have something to offer and you have to realize what that is and i didn't ask myself that question early enough i only started asking myself that question like you know maybe a year or something in like you know what what true value am i adding to this person because i'm asking them for something so i better have something for, for them in return and i think that's the number one thing and i think like obviously like that once you have value it compounds and then other people are just like oh like that's interesting because it's actually helping them but you know it it's it's going through it just means you have to go through a high enough volume of people when you have less to to um offer and you have to like make do and you have to create value from what you have and then you start kind of going okay like i i've kind of established something that people want now and then that's where like kind of like the tipping point comes and whether that be in like your product your knowledge your capital um you know your friendship like it comes in so many different ways your network it comes in so many different shapes of form but you know every email you're sending out to someone you got to be like you know, I'm asking this of them. This is like of a value X. And this is what I want to provide from them. Like always try to think from like a win-win perspective. Not everything has to be like win-lose. And I think once you understand that almost everything can be win-win, depending on how you frame it, that's a better place to start from.
0: Max or Miss Ryan, uh, are you ever planning to come back to the United States or are you good and you're settling out in Australia?
1: I want to go to New York so bad. Like, I feel like there's just a calling for me there, you know? And like, every time I go to the U.S., like U.S. people are my jam. Like, I always feel like my best there. So I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to see. I definitely have to see, have to see where the road takes me. But right now I am in Australia and yeah, it's good here, but I definitely, I definitely want to (laughs) go.
0: Max. what do you think? What do you think <laughs> about the elections? And then okay, I'll have I have one I, last question. The elections in the United States. Uh, oh,
1: man, it's not my place if to you, say. It's not my place to say, just because it's like, I don't know. I'm not. Um,
0: you can plead the fifth. All right,
1: plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth it's so interesting though from this perspective like oh my god i could never play the fifth i'm so bad at that um it's just so interesting just like the hysteria and it's like how people are like thinking about it i mean like as a us person how do you feel about it cuz from, wow. from this perspective wow. it's really? like this is a like this is a show it's like it's, it's very uh, gripping
0: <laughs> so You guys, you basically, you guys see it as, you know, as like a a reality TV show.
1: It just comes across that way. Obviously, it's not These are people's lives. This is like the next president of the United States. Like, this is like serious stuff. But from an outside perspective, you're like, like, what the hell is going on? Like, how did this happen? Like, why is it happening? Like, why is everybody so divided? Because I feel that a lot of people do look to the U.S. typically for like, guidance on, like, society. Like, it it,
0: it yeah. at one point yeah.
1: was the pinnacle of society that a lot of its characteristics and, like, virtues and everything like that have seeped into other societies because it was seen as the best way forward. But now we're seeing it in almost, like, a decline, and it's, like, horrifying to see. It's like seeing your your idol just, like... I don't Doing know, drugs, like, yeah, like becoming a drug addict, and this is not about like what side you're on. This is about what's happening. Like, I don't think anybody from either side can't say that this is a shit show. Like, it doesn't matter what side you're on or like who's won or like this is a mess. And, well, I
0: say that all the time. I'm a Republican, and I say it. Yeah, I'm like this is this is a sh- shit show completely. Like, it's this is like. I, yeah. honestly you know what it is like this day and age like when it comes to this topic you can't even talk about it because you might lose an audience so it's and like better to just like- very
1: sad it's very sad because I, I feel like at the point that we stop listening to people and like not be emotionally like divisive it's people's opinion it's just like, it's a very painful and dangerous part of society where, like... Yeah,
0: but it, it is that way now. Like, yeah, people can't yeah. speak out and say, like, hey, I like this guy or I like this guy. Like, it, it's it's that bad to where people are losing, you know, they're not talking to family members yeah. and they're losing friendships. So that's... It sucks. Um, it really
1: does. I, I prefer to talk about, like, when I talk about issues like this, I prefer to talk about topics but not about, like, the yeah. leadership. So yeah, I would yeah. much prefer to talk about, like, Rights and like taxes, and try to find middle ground through that rather than being like, Yo, you Republican or Democrat? <laughs> like, I wouldn't, don't lead with that conversation. Lead with, like, you know, taxes are a bit high, don't you think? <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I prefer I like, not. a soft entry. <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I can't, like, that's every podcast. Like, every, po- uh, you know what? I don't want to look, there's great podcasts out there. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, but listening to podcast after podcast after podcast, is the same fucking question that is at the same five question the first five questions are the same on every podcast. So it's just like who it, it's just like you're just listening to a different person just state it it's fucking annoying. Excuse mm-hmm. my language. But it's just like I want like I want blunt, like, I want people to be blunt and express themselves. Yeah, you know, I want to catch people off guard with questions and, and see if they'll answer them. And that to me is like real. And that's what I would tune into. And that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, you're not not
1: looking. Yeah, you're not looking for an echo chamber. And I think like people out there need to, like, sometimes you don't even know you're in an echo chamber. That's the dangerous thing. Because the echo chamber is just like it like lulls you in and you're like, Oh, my gosh, like, this is everything that I think. And like, I feel like that I'm right. And like feeling that you're right is like a very addictive, like good feeling. So sometimes you don't even know you're in the echo chamber. So for me, what I do is like, I go, okay, these are the topics I care about. I'm gonna read on like both sides of the argument, but first I'm gonna think about how I feel about this, how I think about it. Like without the influence of third parties telling me what I should be thinking or do I think, and then I try to strengthen my argument by looking at both sides. And sometimes I've been proven wrong. Sometimes I'm like, no, I, I do truly like agree on like this type of logic. I was actually having a conversation last night about this. And like, you know, it was getting like heated. Like we were talking everything about like um capital punishment and like abortion and like all sorts of things. And it was just like it's a very difficult conversation to have. Um, but I think that like so- society is better when we can discuss these things and we can discuss it with like with trying to understand rather than trying to win. If you're entering an argument, trying to win, like that's not, an, that's not a debate. That's not an argument. Nobody's learning anything. But if you're trying to enter an argument through understanding, then I think we kind of get somewhere and also just agreeing to disagree. That, that also works too. <laughs> uh,
0: or plea the fifth or yeah. ignore people for two years. Um, I guess in ending, I want to ask you, mm-hmm. or maybe you, can tell the audience, this is what I'm gonna ask, or this is what I've been asking on every podcast. Who is Maxine Ryan?
1: Oh, I don't know. It's like oh, This unfolding. ain't, this ain't like, your
0: regular show, son. This ain't I know, your regular show. It's
1: like, I, I, It's just like, you're always like, okay, rounding like, let, let's like, let's just let's, let's round this up. And you asking like a profound question that could that like, could not possibly be answered in like a minute or two so it's it's never a roundup. honestly like I I feel more me than I ever have but I also feel like there's so much more to know and I, I never feel comfortable it's the same with the idol thing like I never feel comfortable being like this is who I am because I want to be able to change and I want to be able to grow I want to be able to kind of like let go of things that don't serve me and that means that you kind of need to be like a very neutral person so i'm neutral
0: <laughs> way to go like you know she is a great salesperson as well i'm sure she'll come out with a book the art of how to get out of a question by <laughs> saying a lot of words and not answering the question that the podcaster requests who are you who me who i'm nobody listen i'm not 30 for 30 okay it doesn't matter i don't got prosper okay i don't got a damn quote impossible prosper (laughs) i don't even know why it down. you know what got guys listen to this so like you know like i i'm on instagram right and she she the three hours instagram stories that max has right so you're going through it and then it finally pops up. It's like, have you downloaded the Prosper app? I answered no. Fuck it. I'm real as fuck. I'm going to say <laughs> yes. When I don't have it, I really didn't have it. Why would I have oh, it? Why gosh. would? Why in the hell would I have it when, like, I'm begging for a damn it. I'm trying to get the realest <laughs> people on here to help you educate yourself, inspire, get inspired, like, that's, these are the people that I want to talk to. I don't want to talk to influencers, which I think is, I fucking hate that word. I want to talk mm-hmm. to educators, leaders, people like Ryan over here, right? Over there, out there in Australia, chilling, you know, no COVID. Well, you guys have COVID out there, right? You have a few. We, have a,
1: we have a bit of COVID, but we're like, you know, we don't have, we haven't had it down since February. Yo.
0: They don't have COVID Depending. out there because they got fucking kangaroos out there, okay? And until I went there, I didn't know that they eat them, motherfuckers, bro. Like, so, yeah, listen.
1: Yeah, we do. We do.
0: Because they're rodents. Their national symbol is a, a rodent.
1: No, no. Wallaby is different to a kangaroo.
0: Yeah, okay, whatever. I'm so confused our national,
1: right now. yeah, the wallabies are off limits. But, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just joking. I don't know. Maybe people do eat wallabies. But we definitely That's eat disgusting. kangaroos. Nah, it tastes good. Don't knock it till you trying it. What, uh, teriyaki okay. kangaroo is like quite good.
0: Who? Are you? <laughs> hold on, this shit serious. Hold on, this shit is seriously served in restaurants.
1: Uh, not in restaurants, but I've, I've somebody's cooked me teriyaki kangaroo. Wow. With was that like, like garlic broccolini, and it was so good. At you first, ve- I was like, dude, I don't know if I can do this. And she was like, no, 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 you can. And I was like, okay, and it was good. <laughs>
0: Um I don't even feel like answering who I am uh i I am just it's
1: a difficult question you gotta answer it. you put me on the spot
0: no because you're the guest and that's and I put you on the spot but <laughs> I, I i'm I'm also uh, look, look I don't know who the fuck I am I'm just somebody who has passion that is trying to go ahead and make a dent in this world that's yeah that's really it and at the end of the day, I, I hope I do. And I will do everything possible crawling to make it happen. Um, yeah, if I can inspire somebody else. Great. Um, I hope I do. Um,
1: I'm but, sure you do every I, day.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, two years, but I, I hope but if I do, so this leads me into the last thing if I do, guys, if I really do inspire, then I think I should be on pro- That That's really it. You're,
1: you're going to go on. I just need No, to no, no. Stop, 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 stop. It's happening. Stop.
0: Now, now it's the new content. She can't pronounce my last name, nor can I. So How we can high five over there.
1: Okay, honestly, your last name.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Say it.
1: This should be a part of your segment where everybody tries to pronounce your last name.
0: This will end it. Go ahead. Pronounce my last name. Are you ready? I'm ready. Then? <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> <Doc Sheen> transparency <laughs> with Maxine Ryan. Maxine Ryan has come out with a Prosper app. It's a fun. Let me let me give it. You know. Let me go ahead and say that this is a really good app. And that's not me just bullshitting you guys. You guys know me. I'm blunt as fuck. I would tell you if it's. I wouldn't even have her on the show. But it's a it's a really a great app. Um it'll be better if they put any of my quotes in there. Right now probably I'm rating it a 4, 4.2. Um 4.7 possibly with my quote quotes in there. I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there. It's a it's probably, you know, I can never give something 5 out of 5. It, you can yeah. That, five out of I mean, five is
1: just
0: ridiculous. I, I think, <laughs> and that's being the honest. So I'm gonna go with an honest point five out of five.
1: That's.
0: But I'm happy with I think, that. But I think, but if I say five and I can never say something else is better. So it's kind of like I don't think anybody yeah. can ever get a five. So I hope everybody. But definitely download, uh, the application. It's out on in the apple store and google play correct
1: yeah it's out on both and if you enjoy it do rate it and comment because that really helps other people as well
0: but yeah. yeah don't rate it don't rate it a two like i did rate it a five you can rate it a five. I have <laughs> oh no reasons.
1: every your whole like, older listeners are going to be like oh my god maxine was giving david so much shit in this podcast that they're gonna no, give me a low no. rating <laughs> yeah no, they are no, they're no, gonna no, be like no, oh my no. god
0: So let me just say this, I I really do uh, appreciate, uh, I was just busting, you know, uh, Miss Ryan's chops here, but uh, at the end of the day, I do respect her. Uh, She's awesome for whatever, whatever industry she's in, she's a a fantastic asset for that industry. So like, this has been for me personally, a really cool sit back podcast. That's what my podcast is about is just to sit back and chat and like, as if we were at a lounge and just We're just talking about life and, you know, business. And I, I, again, I definitely appreciate everything uh, that you brought to the table today. And I hope that anybody who tunes in the one or two people that do tune in uh, to listen to this podcast, they get something out of it. And maybe the two people that do tune in, maybe one will download the application and rate it a five. So uh, on that note, uh, Max, thank you so much. For uh, coming on, I know that you're busy as shit, and um, I hope that uh, four years from now you'll still remember that I do have a podcast and that Jimmy is the number one news source for all your information, and that you'll come on here, and uh, we can head and uh, reminisce on this podcast.
1: Sure, thanks so much for having me. It was so much fun.
0: Awesome, same here. And that, my friend, was the Gox transparency. With Maggie Ryan, thank you very much, and y'all have a blessed one.